What's up, Dunwoody? Big party coming up in a few weeks at the Vermac Pool. It's $35. Gets you open bar, keg beer, a meal at a food truck from Meatballers or the new Waffle House food truck. The lovely Brenda from Hopsticks will be serving up cocktails. There'll be VR experiences. Lots of your friends. Um, does this sound exactly the same as Rock the Woody? Yes, it is exactly the same. It's Justin again. This time it's a Saturday Night Live themed Halloween party. RockTheWoody.com, October 27th. Save the date for Live from Dunwoody. It's Saturday night. Now here's the second half of the conversation with Bill Grossman from Food Truck Thursdays. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. So how did the Preservation Trust break off from the Homeowners Association? In the mid-90s, Joyce Almacher and Lynn Bird, who were two of the board members of DHA, they were interested in, in preservation of some of the older houses, like the Sproul Farm, Donaldson Bannister Farm. And DHA started off that nonprofit with uh, 10,000, and four or five of our board members created their first board. We managed to get the Spruels kind of held off on selling the property on the corner at Shambly Dunwoody and Mount Vernon, the three acres or so that was there. They held off until until the buyer showed up who'd, who'd give half an acre on the corner with the farmhouse to the nonprofit. And... And, that, and then we had an office, DHA had an office in that building uh, from 2000 until 2008, 2008, 2009, when the DPT decided they wanted to try it as an event facility. It didn't really fly for weddings and stuff like that. Uh, the Donaldson Bannister Farm will work much better. Yeah. Nice uh, now, too. But, but, the, and it would be nicer at the Donaldson Bannister Farm because city just approved a, uh, something like another 100000 for, and a lot of that would go into landscaping and slush it up. Yeah. So it will look a lot better a year from now than it does now. It looks pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we basically split off, formed a separate 501C uh, nonprofit, and, and they went with it. Uh, Initially, the first five years, Lynn and Joyce were the co-presidents. Um, during that time, we acquired the, the farmhouse on the corner. Uh, the, the tornado came through in 98. Uh, we started the uh, reforest the Dunwoody <laughs> campaign. Excuse me. Campaign, uh, let's see, uh, in 98, we lost 60,000 trees to the tornado and we came up with 20,000 to, to plant back through that process. I, I wrote, a, wrote a proposal to, uh, a grant proposal to the National Tree Trust and they gave me 3,000 trees, which I held at Brook Run for a year, hmm. uh, watering them, potting, potting them. I had kids from the high school, I had kids from Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, everybody I could find on a Saturday Just come over water. and let's well, they gave me 3,000 one-gallon pots and, and bare root trees. So uh, we healed, I healed them in, and then we, as I could get people to help, we, we potted them all. And then after, you know, and they got bigger over a year. I went over and watered them. Uh, 
at that point, the county owned that area and the greenhouse area wasn't being used for anything. Uh, so they let me use it for that to, to hold those there. Uh, we held we held about 5,000 because we had some other trees that were, were given to us and that we bought. And then we sold some of the bigger ones and gave all the little ones away to people. Uh, and they ended up getting planted and done with and, and that was 20 years ago. Now they're bigger. Yeah. Uh, but uh, DPT is probably the most successful spinoff I can think of. Uh, because they've had really good luck in finding a lot of volunteers who were interested in, in preservation. Yeah. Uh, it's easier to sell sponsorships for, for a concept like that. Um, the, you know, some things corporations will, uh, buy into, um, easier. I, like I tried to get State Farm to be the, uh, I'll sell you. I'll name the series after you guys. You <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, they didn't want any part of it. Uh, State Farm I, I, I get State Farm agents who come in, and 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 this year I've had like four different agents who come in and be sponsored for a week. But corporate, I made it to the, like the third level before they said no. Um, but you know there there was there was something needier out there that 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 gave them better PR. Yeah. Right. Than than yeah. sponsoring food trucks. Um, what are you, what are you going to do next year when the uh, or maybe two years from now when everything changes and the uh, amphitheater is made? Are you guys going to be planning on that at all? Like if you're going to move the food trucks to that area? I won't move the food trucks because the site where we're at works well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, guess I like mean, the it's playground a, being right there too. It's uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we've got it set so they'll they'll turn the water on just for our event. Mm. To run through the stream because we have so many kids and the kids like to play in it mm-hmm. and you know i've gotten front page and the reporter with pictures of kids playing in the stream that sort of thing it's our it, kids favorite place to play there yeah. yeah i've exploded a lot of diapers in that little tree <laughs> have you yeah have you because they sit down and then you realize you got this 30 pound diaper down and oh, well, eventually that, it breaks yeah yeah <laughs> the, it's it's a high maintenance thing they basically gave up on the globe rolling yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's just uh, too much to, to, to keep it operating. And every once in a while they have to replace the pump, uh, for the stream because somebody will, will dam it up and that burns the motor out. I wonder how they, it gets dammed That's up. That's totally my kids putting pine cones in there. <laughs> it's uh, the last time it Diapers. was, the yeah. last time I was told it was, it was a dad who built, built the dam so that you know, uh, to impress his children, <laughs> I, I, the kids wanted more water, you know, deeper water yeah. he built a dam and and didn't realize the consequences oh yeah. wow yeah but i mean that's that's life yeah. um uh, over time as they deal with that it they'll 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 make it more difficult to break um they're still dealing with the uh, the way the cab built it let's put it like that yeah the cab park to begin with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> agreed. And, you know, the DHA pushed a cab to build the playground. We didn't push them to build the skate park. That they came up with on their own. But it's a nice skate park. Yeah. You know? and, and I feel like everybody supports that skate park. It's not something I would have thought. It doesn't been... seem like a Dunwoody thing, but it's 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 a run in a classy way, right? Yeah. Um, well, the cab was losing money on it, but... Um, our agreement with the vendor 
the the city's not at risk for anything. The city doesn't really spend any money on it. Yeah. Um, so it works. It's just kind of like the the guys who do the the zip line. That 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 works out. Yeah. You know, the and city has no investment it. in it, and we actually get a little money back. Yeah. Uh, and they're over in a corner where nobody really notices them. Uh, uh, as the when the new field gets built the great lawn that they're talking about, which will supposedly have terrace seating for oh, at least 300, maybe, maybe more. That's, that's, that's still in flux, the final design, because they, they haven't, city council hasn't signed off and authorized payment for anything yet. They're still it's waiting for money. various designs. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And, and, and we've got a city council and we've always had a city council that, um, doesn't want to incur any debt, which is why our taxes are, are still are the lowest in the cab right now, and basically the same rate as we started the city. Uh, the only way it goes up is if the value of your house goes up and the assessment changes, mm-hmm. and that's not something the city controls. Um, but I do want to do a Saturday series there with the. Uh, the, the seating and all that. I mean, I think I think it can hold a thousand people easy. There's, parks manager thinks we might be able to squeeze in two thousand, you know, because there's uh, there's grassy areas behind this the formal seating where, where a lot of people can hang out under yeah. trees and stuff and still have sight lines to the stage. Um, the only thing I've talked about so far is maybe getting uh trying to get stage door to do uh, a saturday night uh, i don't know if either of you guys saw smoky joe's cafe we did not but we interviewed the director right. of it right before right before yeah okay looked great the sets were amazing um mm. you know it's 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 no plot it's strictly songs okay uh it's i a, could follow that a musical uh most of the songs date from when i was 15 or less uh there that that time period the late late 50s early 60s um we thought about you know maybe trying something like that on a saturday night we can there's all sorts of music we can do i'm pushing the city to do tribute groups um um, that seems to work well in like shambly um they do those uh, rather than booking wedding bands that uh Throw a good party, and play play songs that everybody knows. Um, let's try a tribute band because there's there's tribute bands for Fleetwood Mac, there's tribute bands for the Allman Brothers, for Journey, uh, and a dozen other groups in this market, and they're all in, in about the same price range as as a really nice wedding band. And they sound almost the same too. Uh, <laughs> a lot of them. Uh, some of them do. Um, I mean, the, the one for Journey and the one for Fleetwood Mac are the, are the two best that I've heard. Yeah. The Almond Brother one's pretty good because I'm real fond of the Almond Brothers music. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Tributes, the name of that band. Um, and they're all in the $2,000 range, right. something like that. Um, so that, I'd like to see that. I think that would pull more people than an unknown Wedding band? Yeah. Uh, what, what about, uh, let's get stage door to do like a Star Wars parody, right? 
I, like an hour version of A New Hope. I, that would pull out all the parents, first, all the kids. First, I have to get funding because, you know, if I go to Robert and, and ask for Stage Door to do something, um, I've got a, my first question for him is, you know, what's it going to cost? If you can do this, what's it going to cost? Mm-hmm. And, and then we have to, you know, make sure we can pay for it. Just like I don't book anybody for food trucks until I know I've got enough money to actually pay them. Right, yeah. Um, but uh, the end part of the season is better than the first part. I carry over money from, from one year to the next uh, for, the, for the dry times. Um, but I'm hoping to put something together there. Tribute bands. Uh, I talked to the mayor. I mean, we, the mayor and I agreed no opera. Uh, <laughs> I agree there too. You know, uh, but you know, there's a lot of different things we could try on a stage to try to appeal to different people and and do a, like a six or seven eight week Saturday night series, not in competition or the same nights as as Dunwoody Nature Centers. I don't know if you guys have ever gone to any of those shows. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a nice little show, but he never gets more than a couple hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like I never get more than a couple hundred usually, you know, uh, and mine are free. Uh, there's five dollar cover for that unless you're a member, uh, but that's still competitive. It's just like this weekend I'm going up to Matilda's in, in Roswell. I don't know if you've ever been to that music venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I, I like music. That's why I moved to to Atlanta because. Uh, if anybody's on tour and they're coming through the South, they're going to hit Atlanta. They will. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I've been here for 40 years. Otherwise I'd be up in the mountains somewhere probably because <laughs> I've been retired since 2006. Well, we just talked to Mark Gallegos about that. He's but... ready to help too. He's, yeah. He wants to, you know, bring the, bring I, the crowds to Dunwoody music. So I, uh, you know, maybe I, we can help you out. He, he, he's, he's, you know he's 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 managed to put me together with one good band so far, and and I'd like to see more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, I don't have you know you know the budget I've got. You know, yeah. I, I never spend more than a couple hundred a week. Uh, one of these days, you know, I might be able to get some big sponsors, and then uh, if I ever get to five hundred a week, then I'll try to book bands. You know, yeah. so I can pay every. You know, I can book a band if I can pay everybody a uh, hundred a piece. Right. Uh, you know, and offer him a sound guy, and we've got a sound system for you, and all of that. Uh, and we'll get there. Yeah, it gets a little better every year, uh, until I, unless I get burnt out with it. Yeah, turn it over to somebody else, <laughs> and let them play out their vision. Yeah. Well, you're doing a good job. Pleasure, yeah. pleasure talking with you yeah, guys. For yeah, on. I know you got to get going. You see, so you do. You're a chess coach. Yes. Yes. Um, the high school is that what you do? Uh, no. Um, you know, I, I sold my company and retired in 2006, and the timing proved to be pretty good uh, for getting top dollar, but uh, then I was just sitting around get, getting fat and bored. Yeah. You know, I was I was doing some volunteer stuff like DHA or, or planning commission, uh, but, uh, but I wanted a little more structure in my life. Uh, so in 2013, I, I started teaching uh, elementary school kids chess, on weekday afternoons during the school year. Um, yesterday I was in Johns Creek. Today I'm in Milton. Okay. Uh, 
Monday, I was in Oak Grove down off Briarcliff. Uh, Friday, I'll be in East Cobb. Um, I move around. Yeah. But yeah, Dunwoody's kind of centrally located, and I'm, it works out for me. Anywhere they send me, it's usually within a 20-minute drive. Yeah. Well, that's cool. You get uh, to give back to the kids and yeah, I, keep I mean, yourself I, sharp. I've been playing chess since I was 10, and I love it. Uh, What's your I, ranking? Uh, I, I'm I'm only about a thousand on the USCF. I'm in a tournament. Uh, I'm actually signed up for a tournament in in Johns Creek for this weekend. I'm trying to bump my ranking up. Uh, but uh, I've just I've been playing guys who are way way above me. Yeah, well, that's how you learn. Yeah, yeah. I've got a chess coach uh, who I take lessons from every week. Uh, took a lesson from him yesterday. Uh, who was the Delaware State champion when he was younger? Small and state, though. I, I, yeah, but but I played him three hundred games. I've only won once. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm serious. You ever run in, into little little kids that can take you? That yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, I, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit I've been beating somebody a second grader. Yeah, I'm sure. He was, second he, he was he was really sharp. Uh, the second grader he was rated about sixteen hundred. Jeez. Um, wow. Which. Yeah, you know, when when he's in high school, he'll be dangerous. Um, but you know, we 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 get a lot of kids. You know, there's like sixty schools that that the company I'm with deals with, and uh, some I might be at the same five schools Monday through Friday. Uh, at some point in the semester, uh, but right now it's it's fairly early, and I'm they're still moving me around. I'm, uh, because um, I can work in Forsyth, I can work in Fulton. Um, I'm approved to work in DeKalb and Cobb. Um, you know, so, and I move around to all of those. It keeps it from getting bored. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I enjoy it. I, Kids will I, keep you young too. You know. Um, it, it's no. <laughs> it, it, maybe. Uh, I mean, I've got a daughter, but she's 35. Yeah. Um, uh, but teaching chess, uh, I feel that it uh, it's it's good for the kids because it teaches them concentration and things like that, and it helps me keep that. Right. You know. Um, so uh, I played a whole lot when I was a kid, up through college. I taught chess classes when I was in college, and then for thirty years, I didn't play anybody but family and friends, people I could beat. And then. And, and then I started dealing, working with these guys at Kid Chess, and uh, they probably got 30 of the top 100 players in the state. Uh, out of the 30 out of the top 100 players in the state are on staff. So they've got a lot of really good players. And it's a great group of people to work with. Yeah. Just, I, I enjoy the teams I work with. It's a team concept. There might be five or six of us at a particular school dealing, you know, like yesterday, there were six of us with 50 kids. You just kind of go around to each one as they're playing? And... Uh, yeah. yeah it's just, you know, some of us, we got to split them up. There's the rookies who don't even know peace movement. And, and then there's the ones who, I'm not good enough to play them. Yeah. <laughs> but we've always got at least one head coach in the team who's uh, nobody can beat. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it works out well. Well, that's uh, cool. Yeah. Um, pleasure talking with you guys. Yeah. yeah Thanks yeah, for coming thanks on. A lot, man.